0: So when I wanted to obviously start my own brand, we battled on, w- on what the name was going to be. When I you know, landed in a place that we were all happy with or satisfied with, then it was a battle on what was the location going to be. Then when we got the location, it was a battle on how my branding was going to look. and and was I you know marketing outside of the guidelines of the bigger network and what other offices had issues with that? You know, it's just been a constant battle when this opportunity came up to purchase this space in Rose Bay. It was a battle, right? Because I do the right thing. So I, I like to get approval always and, you know, I never bite the hand that feeds me.
1: You're listening to Elevate, the official podcast of Elite Agent for real estate industry sales professionals, property managers, and leaders. With thanks to our partner, Connect Now, Elevate brings you the best tools, thinking, and strategies to elevate your results. For more information about how Connect Now can make moving easier for your clients, Visit connectnow.com.au and to get new episodes of Elevate directly to your inbox, sign up at eliteagent.com slash subscribe. Here is your host, Samantha McLean.
2: Hey everyone, it's Sam here. I've got something pretty special for you on the podcast today. It's something that I think is fascinating and truly inspirational. Gavin Rubenstein has long been one of the top producing real estate agents in Australia, From his early days, focused solely on being number one for Ray White, which he achieved multiple times. He's come a long way and now has his own business and takes more pride these days in mentoring his team to succeed. Recently, Gavin sat down to chat with Tim Snell, who has taken on the role of New South Wales CEO for Ray White, about his development as a leader and mentoring young agents within Ray White. To Tim, Gavin opened up about how resilience has become woven into the fabric of his culture. He spoke glowingly about the emerging stars, including Oliver Lavers, who recently took out the number one salesperson for Ray White, which was actually a goal of Gavin's the last time I spoke to him. He also talked at length about his team of 40 agents, the names he believes will shape the future of luxury real estate. Gavin also reflects insightfully on his personal growth into a more mindful and fulfilled person. Finally, Gavin reveals his vision for filling TRG's new luxury headquarters in Rose Bay with best-in-class talent, just like Steve Jobs did with Apple Designers. I'm thrilled to give you an inside look at the evolution of Gavin Rubenstein, a journey from top-performing salesperson to top-performing leader.
1: Gavin Rubinstein, good to see you again, my man. Timothy Snell, welcome home, mate. We caught up a year or two ago, and we caught up obviously off the back of the business launching. We caught up off the back of the success of you know TRG. Lots happened since then. You know, I remember at the end of that interview, you said, "Tim, leave me alone for a year or two. Let's circle back." <laughs> so we're circling back, and I think what I want to take out of today. You know, I've obviously paid a lot of attention to you, to your business, your role within Ray White, your role within the real estate landscape. And the theme, I think, of today's conversation is evolution. I like that. When I say evolution, I think the greatest superpower any leader can have or any human can have is their ability to evolve to the landscape that's in front of them, to the reality of their situation, growing as a man, growing as a human. When you think about your own evolution let's like let's start with you and then we'll expand to the business and then obviously your team your identity probably fair to say was very much backed in I'm talking back in the Ray White days being number one yeah I'm sure that's still very much in there but that was sort of what mattered most. And then obviously you became a business owner, bits and pieces changed, priorities changed. Now we come full circle and obviously we've just come out of the annual awards for last year. Yep. You've had your best ever personal financial year, took out number one principal. Yes. But more excitingly for me, maybe maybe for you, your salesperson, Oliver,
0: yes. took out number one salesperson. Yes. What's that mean to you? Definitely more exciting. Like I've done it. You know and 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 that's not to take away from the excitement of doing it and continuing to do it. seeing him do it was like a whole nother type of endorphins for me, right and it's not to take anything away from his insane work ethic, his commitment to his clients, and you know what he's given this business for the last twelve thirteen years, but just kind of playing a very very small role there. Made me feel like I was I was part of that journey with him. Like you know, I plucked this kid out from a bunch nine years ago now, maybe even ten years ago, when um, it was just Jerome and I, and I needed a sales assistant because I thought he could be good, and I thought his skill set, which was not missing any leads, um, fit the role I was looking for at the time because Jerome and I were at capacity, and we noticed there was spillage, so I needed what I used to call him as the goalie, right? Someone to catch the goals, and and he definitely caught those goals. Like I remember. He, him and my first conversation, I remember the cafe we, we caught up at. I remember seeing his challenges as a very, very young agent. I remember certain people doubting him to me and I, I just never did. And neither did he, obviously, even mm. at times when he may have thought he did. So, so ultimately it just paid off. And like my favorite thing, man, is just when you have hard work compounding, culminating in a result that you've worked hard for. I mean, it's just the feeling of that, for me, anyway, it's just top of the list.
1: I've seen your own personal development, and I I want to ask you, you know, just reflecting on Oliver, particularly, you know, I've been in my role for twelve months now. About six months in, I, uh, you know, called up my predecessor and I go, man, I'm so sorry, because <laughs> I recognize straight away all the things that I did in my previous roles and what I thought I was great at and what I thought, you know, I was right, and then I'm sitting in my seat going. Andrew, I'm so sorry for all the times that I did those things, and thank you for not
0: Losing having you. a crack at me. Yeah, well,
1: you don't know what you don't know, right? What do you, what do you think about you know, now you see the development of those great assets in your team, and not just Oliver. Obviously, you've got an incredible squad, but obviously, Oliver
0: now in that space. Do you ever look back at yourself and you just go, man, I've come a long way? I've done a lot of work on myself in the last two years, a lot. You know, I see a psych regularly, I see an energy healer regularly, I meditate now once a week, do a lot of work on my physique, very conscious of what I put in my mind, how I manage my mindset. I'm actually super proud of of the evolution. Let's use your word mm. as a, as a man and as a friend and as a human being just in general, my consideration for others has just gone to a whole nother level of sensitivity, right? And I think like everything in my life, and I know that may sound sad, this amazing business has, has taught me that, right? Yeah. Because when you talk about the, the old salesperson you know, who was number one, and that's still part of it, because like you said, awards yep. night, and we got it a couple months ago. This business has been the best teacher. Like back then I had to live a very very selfish life. I had to. It was that was what was required of me in order to achieve what I was setting out to do which was consistently be the number one producer. I was very much Gavin centric, it was very much Gavin focused. That's not the long game now for me right when I started my business that wasn't the long game and you have to learn through that how to consider other people, how to think of other people what will continue to inspire me so I can enjoy the evolution process? Because you do the same thing over and over again. It's kind of like what mundane almost right so so actually starting this business having people prosper under me helping them with a blueprint assisting them with you know the trials and tribulations of real estate and just having the business evolve has been my best teacher and I've really really enjoyed it and I'm very proud of you know the person I am today and I I say that wholly to you.
1: We were just talking upstairs about Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, and it's got me really thinking about this entrepreneurial spirit. And it's just so funny, you know, to think back to that first TRG days, we had a fantastic facade, you know, beautiful branding, beautiful logo, beautiful shop. But like, if we're honest, you know, we're a salesperson that's just open a business and we're really learning (laughs) on the fly, right? It's kind of like, okay, we're doing a great job to make it look the part, but there's still a long way to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Still Still a long way way to go now, man. What's your favorite memory from, from, from that first year?
0: That sort of shoestring moment where you're like, man, we're just holding on, but wow, we managed to pull through. I went from just having to focus on myself, pumping out $500,000 a month, not having any sort of major expenses, just thinking about you know the three or four salaries I had to pay my bottom line to then being distracted by the whole transition, moving into the business and then looking at the month and seeing like 200 of them. And the market had dropped after all the extra effort and energy I'd put in because I was so spread. And I remember scratching my head, thinking, what the fuck have I done? (laughs) Because I felt like I was working very hard and I felt like my energy output was major. But then when I saw the numbers compared to what I was used to, I was like, this is, I've got to make some shifts. I've got to make some changes. And this is not maybe going to be as easy as I thought, right? That was probably one of the fondest memories. So we're sitting here in this beautiful
1: Rose Bay office, you know, what an incredible expansion, but it makes me think about this word depth and, you know, whether it be depth of self, mm-hmm. the depth of the business, it's not something that can be purchased. It's something that has to be earned. You have to earn the stripes earn the scars. You know, when you think about when your business started, where it is today, you know, what do you, what do you think defines the depth of, 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 of this business today?
0: Resilience. Yeah. I mean, I've just, everything was a battle from like the start for me. It was just, and like that takes energy, right? So when I wanted to obviously start my own brand, we battled on on what the name was going to be. When I you know, landed in a place that we were all happy with or satisfied with, then it was a battle on what was the location going to be. Then when we got the location, it was a battle on how my branding was going to look. and And was I, you know, marketing outside of the guidelines of the bigger network and what other offices had issues with that. You know, it's just been a constant battle when this opportunity came up to purchase this space in Rose Bay. It was a battle, right? Cuz I do the right thing. So I I like to get approval always and you know, I never bite the hand that feeds me. I think that's risky business. Mm. And I don't like that. That to me displays disloyalty. And so through through that, I mean naturally tension will will arise. So I just feel like you know, resilience is the best word for us and it's the word that we probably rely on most with regard to property transactions too. When we're listing a property, when we're selling a property, it's just been the ultimate key for me from the outset for everything. Now we talk about depth in your team. Do you say
1: 40 staff before? Just shy of 40, yeah. Just shy of 40 staff. And now there's a few names that you've obviously mentioned, but more importantly, now it's the depth of leadership. Yeah. Talk about, I guess, the role of leaders inside of your business and more importantly, the future of
0: leaders in your business. But there's not one person here who isn't exceptional. When I think about the people we have, it is the biggest testament to not only myself, but the brand, the caliber of them, the commitment from them, how serious they take what they do. And just the level they play at. Like, it's, it's, if you come in here and your practice is weak, weakness finds its way to the door here all the time. And I wish, like, that's a, a bit of a challenge for me, like, trying to find the balance between, like, mediocre and average players and getting them to mesh with everyone else here because they're, they're just all such high level, you know, achievers. And I think over time, as we get bigger, that will become easier. But everyone, I mean, from the girls at the front to, you know, my team, my specific team, my sales associates, like Evan Chung, Matt Kemeny, Ollie Williams, currently uh, uh, three agents who work on my team. I, I couldn't even call those guys associates. They're they're agents who work alongside me, who support me. Those three names, watch how they evolve in the market in the next five years plus. I mean, they're going to be a force. I can already tell you. All of the other guys, Zach Rabin, Oli Lavers, Pat Cosgrove, Albert Sassoon, Kai Thomas, Mark Lowe, like a, just really... Not only good agents, but good people. Yeah, very, very happy to see how they lead their teams, their support, how serious everybody takes it. Everyone's stepping up to the standards of excellence that we try our best to uphold, you know, and watching watching the momentum swing in, in the right way. Defining these leadership principles, I
1: hear words that come up consistency. Resilience is obviously one. Loyalty is one, you've said a few times, energy is obviously one. Excellence is a word which is consistent. You know, is is this by design? Is this by chance? Is this just by reflection?
0: I think definitely by design. Mm. I've been the architect of this since the beginning. Like if you want to peel it way back when I was at the Double Bay office, like my posts on social, TRG, hashtag the Rubenstein group, like I planted this seed long, long ago. Now there was no guarantee I was going to use it, but I always felt safe having it there just in case I needed it. Um, and it just so happens that that I did, and I'm very glad that you know that it that it happened this way, right? But no, I, I think definitely by design. I think the rebrand to TRG from A to Z and our collateral and how we're presented in the marketplace and the properties that we sell and the clients that we we look after. I think if we don't have all of those standards in place and if we don't have those words synonymous with what we do, I think we get left behind because the consumer expectation in the market we sell in it's high it's really high. Not only do we not want to be left behind, we want to progress, we want to impress, and we want to shock and awe everybody we work with. So I guess, you know, completely appreciate that we're not going to be able to please, appease, and, you know, excite every single person, but we can try. We can definitely try. But the leadership cycle
1: is not over. You, you've you got a development into the future as well, which is invested interest. You've got great performance inside of this business. They all want to piece of the pie but just getting a piece of the pie isn't just because you show up every day and work hard you know obviously looking into the future and you know people that might want a piece of TRG what's the right person is that
0: available to people what's that look like 100% if you are invaluable I'm not letting you go it's just as simple as that and if you have a look at like I say the people who have been with me since the start who have been invaluable they're still here not one, not, one, not one of the guys, my core team I'm talking about, who came across with me have left. Mm. So yeah, I think the biggest piece for the future particularly is, is the names I mentioned who work in my direct team and, and, and the other agents too. But just to talk about that play, you've got you know, Matt Kemeny, you've got Ollie Williams. Both are kids who started when they were, I don't know, 22 years old. Both had no real estate experience. They're the top two associates in the office. Right. They work alongside me. The third guy, Evan Chung, who works alongside me. You know, these guys are gonna be the future. They're gonna be big names in the future. And and they are working to go out on their own and to build their own team and to expand. And they're like deposits for the future for me, which will pay dividends. Now, if it works in the way it's supposed to, when they build their team and when they start becoming fully fledged agents, writing multi-million dollars in GCI, which will happen, they look back and say, well you know, TRG Gav gave me the opportunity. TRG Gav did the right thing by me. TRG Gav taught me everything that helped me develop this set. TRG Gav showed me the way. TRG Gav fairly remunerated me whilst I got my apprenticeship. Like, where does that happen? And so you look at an example like Oliver, and I'm not saying Oliver's locked in for life, like he could leave tomorrow and I could eat my words. But um, I think he feels that way, right? And On a mass scale, that would create a very, very cool culture if you think about it. So, you know, when I was coming up, I definitely wanted to stay at the office that I was working at at the time in an ideal world. I always say, you know, I never really wanted to do this, I just wanted to be a salesperson. Now, for whatever reason, the universe sent me in another direction. I'm glad it did. It always sends me to the right place. But looking back on that, I learned a lot about what not to do with high-performing sales agents with top-tier salespeople. And I I think it's put me in really, really good stead to be a good leader. So let's
1: talk about a couple of words that kind of come to my mind, especially when I'm talking about this role of evolution. And, and obviously, I always ask you to be quite vulnerable, which you're always <laughs> very kind to do. And, and and more importantly, you know, the development of, of self. And, and, you know, you, you've, you've mentioned at the beginning, you know, you, you're open to talking, healing, energy, huge, space. Huge. This is great. I wanted you to talk about the word, you know, humility. First and
0: foremost, probably what that word means to you, but more importantly, how you embody that. Over your team when you consider humility, I consider center you know not getting too high and and not getting too low because this business presents really high highs and it presents really low lows it's a constant evolution of being able to sustain those highs and lows and, and work from center. But it's like that phrase or that quote, whatever you want to call it, that I love, which is if you believe them when they tell you that you are great, you'll believe them when they tell you that you Mm. suck. I only believe what I believe about me. And so having that genuine confidence and belief in yourself, the value you provide to the marketplace and your consumer and not arrogance because there is a fine, fine line. I think we've touched on that before. That's humility to me. And yeah, it, it is... It is important. I think ego is the enemy. I think often you need to check your ego, despite what the perception may be from, from some people who really don't know me at all. Um, if you talk to people who really know me well, I don't think I've, I've ever had any major you know, crash courses. I think it needs constant work, um, but I never think it's, it's gotten out of line. So the next word, which is,
1: I think, quite closely related is doubt you mentioned yeah. before. You know, there's no worse industry than doubt here, right? You lose a listing, you might win three in a row, and then all of a sudden you lose that one you thought you had. Do Have I lost it? What's the role of doubt in your business? How, yeah, more importantly, those are the younger and developing agents coming through when you see
0: doubt creep through into their mind. Doubt's a killer, man. If you've got a weak mindset and you plant that seed of doubt, that will grow, you know, it will build roots, and it will, it will create damage. The man who thinks he can will. The man who thinks he can't can't. You know, like there's just no space for it. And I think doubt is really connected to momentum. And I think this is a momentum business. No different to, say, um, you know, basketball. If we take Steph Curry as an example, some nights, every shot he's missing. And then the next night he comes back and he's hitting every single Mm -hmm. shot, right? Momentum, doubt. It's all kind of related. When he's missing, he doesn't have the momentum. But because of the work he's put in and because he's got an undeniable belief of who he is and what he's capable of doing, he comes back the next night doesn't let doubt creep in and build roots, continues to put up shots, gets them in. That builds confidence, gets momentum, and he knows how to harness that to propel forward. I think, I think real estate is somewhat similar, although we get paid a hell of a lot less. We're not nearly as good looking. Um, and, you know, we're not in the big stage in the NBA. <laughs> but um, it's, it's no different to, to an office. You've got some people walking around moping their head down. They're like, I lost this one, lost that one can't sell this, can't sell that, that person is drowning in doubt. They, they do not have momentum in their favor versus someone who in the same office, in the same area is walking around with his head up, shoulders high, chest out, sold this, sold that, sold this, listed this, everything I touch turns to sold. <laughs> this guy has no doubt he completely understands the paradigm of momentum and how to use it in in his favor right and there are so many ways in which you can do that but if you doubt in real estate you will fail so let's go deeper fulfillment i find that with success
1: sometimes comes doubt sometimes comes ego but usually the more success you have sometimes the harder it is to find fulfillment and usually that comes with a lack of balance. Sometimes it comes from a lack of why. Yeah. And sometimes it comes from, well, I don't know what it is, you know, it's just self-belief or self-value or self-worth. You know, it's kind of like sometimes if, you, if, if your value is on being this, this icon, this number one, then anything that pushes you off of that, well,
0: what's it all for? And if you're not feeling fulfilled, or well, success without fulfillment is failure, right? Well, that used to be me. I think when... Um... Like back in the day when it was all about number one, number one, number one, me, 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 me. It was almost like I I needed the big wins to validate Mm -hmm. who I was. And although there are slight, you know, remnants of that even still today, I've ironed most of that out, I think. I'm pretty fulfilled, man. I, I... I actually was up in Perth, and someone in the crowd asked me a great question because I get asked quite a a few stand out to me. But he said to me, "Like, what's been the best twelve months? You know, throughout the course of your journey, and uh, you know, without question, it's the last twelve months. What's interesting is the last twelve months has also been the most challenging for me personally and professionally. Right? It's funny that like, you know, the challenge and and the win come hand in hand." And I think part of what I used to struggle with was losing. Mm -hmm. And now I've become a very good loser. (laughs) Because I understand that losing is part of the win. There you go. And, you know, making that shift and and actually understanding that evolution is built around losing and you actually learn the most when you lose rather than when you win, 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 you know, puts you in a very fulfilled place. The last one of these words for me, which is family.
1: And hear me out here. You know, <laughs> when I when I when I think of family, I've spent some time living in New Zealand. And I I came across. I think every culture has certain words that really uh, mean more. For me, in New Zealand, there's a the word far now, which is, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but that's that's yeah. family, sure, right? Sure. But for me, my farnow in in New Zealand weren't my biological parents. Yes. They were the people that were with me. They were the people that were with me all the time, yeah. regardless of what I do here, there, or elsewhere, right? They're the people that make you feel whole. Sure. What's the word for family for you? What's the role of family for you, whether it mean that or, or any version of
0: it? It's two part. I mean definitely look the TRG is my family, without question. We've got such a tight bond in here. I'm talking about the core of it. Like when you talk about Ollie, me, Kai, Rami, Shani, Albert. You know, Zach. I mean, really, Matt. Everybody here is so tight knit. But I mean, particularly the core who has been around for so long. We are like a little, a little family on a personal level. My family, of course, is my brother, his wife, my mother, my father. Small family. Um, I've definitely got to a stage now. I mean, I'm turning thirty six in a couple of weeks. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. <laughs> and you talk about this word fulfillment that i think you know for the right dynamic for the right person i i would be ready to take that step and that leap and i think that um it would definitely be a different level of fulfillment i haven't experienced to date and i have zero regrets and i always say that with regard to where things are at but if you picture what i've had to do for the last 15 years where my energy my time my effort has had to go It had to all go into the business, right? I didn't have anything spare for personal. When you really think Mm. about it, to get to this place of where I'm at now, and I say that not because it's the top of the mountain, right? I've got so much work to do still. But if you consider it all, I didn't have anything to spare. And not that that's an excuse, but if you want to be good at something, you've got to work on it. Like I wanted to be the best real estate agent. So I worked on my craft and I became obsessed with how to be, you know, an incredible practitioner. So anything I would see, experience, read, see, feel, think, I would correlate it to real estate and think how I could get better. Now, if I gave just a bit of that to personal, or how it could be a good partner, you know, to to a potential wife, or how it could be a good or a better brother or a son, or you know, a father one day. Well, I've got the ability to be great. I just mm. need to be interested in it and at the place of. Accepting it's now time to do that, right? Because of where I'm at. And I'm, I'm just looking forward to it all, man. You know, it's a compliment to you.
1: I mean, the reason I've, I've, uh, taking this route, you know, is because it actually started. I was complimenting Brian White. I know you're very close to the White family. Love Brian, and 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 Brian's gone through this journey himself. You know, only a couple of years ago, he kind of handed the keys to the residential arm of the business to, to his Dan, son Dan, who's a legend, who's a legend, and doing great work. And 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 Brian, you know, imagine that, you know, building this incredible beast, being the Ray White business, and then having to give. The keys, so to speak, to your son yeah. of all people, and having to find, well, what is my identity? What is my role? Yeah. And he's done that so exceptionally well. Yeah, yeah. I think about now you and I go, you know, what makes me think of these words is because I reflect on my knowledge of you from four years ago to today. These are all words that I raise that I think this is who Gavin is today. Let's finish where we start. Let's talk future. What's the evolution for Gavin? Where do you see yourself now, five
0: years? I want to fill this space. I want to fill Willara, but I want to fill it with the right people, you know, and that's tough and that's a challenge. And we were chatting upstairs. It requires effort and it requires energy. And I'm just one little dude. <laughs> so, you know, when you talk about wanting to grow, build, recruit teams, maintain a high level of, of GCI, listing selling, make sure everyone is happy in and around the brand, everyone's winning, continue to do, you know, other projects that I enjoy, whether it's off the plan sales, the podcast, um, TV shows, which we've touched on in the past, you know, it 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 takes energy and it takes an army, which I've got a very capable one too, to be able to do it effectively. But to keep it simple, it's it's really about getting the right people to fill these seats here, and getting the right people to fill Wallara. And and once I do that, well, then I'll work out what's next. But in terms of what's in front of me, that's that's next for me. It's it's finding the right people, getting them to fit, and and you know filling the space with the right dynamic. Well, we're just saying upstairs. The best leaders are ultimately selfless. You know,
1: they're the ones that care more about the development, and growth of others. And we're starting to see that already with, with your Ollies and and the rest of your team. And 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 you know, I think it's um it's a credit to where you're at, but more excitingly, it's a it's an opportunity for those that want to be on that journey too, right? Sure. I think you in 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 my reflection of my time with you, like even today, your energy is calm it's direct it's intentional and man i wish you nothing but success till we circle back again brother thank you sir look forward to the next one till the next one i'm Ed. we hope you enjoyed this episode of the elevate podcast with thanks to connect now to stay in touch with all things elite agent sign up for our daily newsletter the brief at eliteagent.com slash subscribe